Hey, before we start the show this week, did you know that in just five minutes, you could potentially make a huge impact on the future of the Bears? All you need to do is sign up to the RFL's Our League platform and select the Bears as one of your teams. It's free to join. It's packed full of rugby league news, competitions, videos, and loads more besides. But our following on that platform might influence future funding decisions. So we need as many fans on there as possible. Even if you put us a second choice, we won't mind. Make a difference in just a few minutes today. Head over to rugby-league.com slash our league to create your account and pick the Bears as one of your teams. Right, on with the show. Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast coming at you every week during the season from CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as ever is my co-pilot and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Very happy. Great day yesterday. Nice sunny day. And well, a little bit sad. It's the last home game of the season, but we went out on a high, which is really good. Definitely did. Definitely did. So this week we will be looking back on Sunday's final home game of the season, which the Bears won in comprehensive style in the end, beating West Wales Raiders 50-18. And we will hear the post-match thoughts of both head coach Rich Squires and player coach Dave Scott, as always. And we will also touch on this weekend's trip away to Hunslet. But um, but yeah, first Sunday and what, as I said, in the end was a dominant and an impressive showing from the Bears against those West Wales Raiders. Perhaps surprisingly, the halftime score was actually 14-all. So both sides was just scoring tit-for-tat tries in the first half and um, and both looked a little nervous. Both looked like they were overthinking things and, and neither could really get a grip on the game. But thankfully for us, in the second half, the Bears just blew the opposition away. Seven tries from the Bears in the second period, making it 10 in total. Um, the Raiders did sneak one in before the final hooter, but it... it really didn't mean anything in, in the overall outcome of the game. So for the Bears, we had Reese Rance and Nathan Hill both getting two tries each. And then there were further tries from Hayden Freeman, Kieran Sherrett, Kieran Hudson, Liam Wellham, Matty Wellham, and Dave Scott, as I say, to round off that home campaign in some style. So Craig and I will give our analysis shortly, but first here are some post-match reactions, starting with Bears head coach, Rich Squires. Well, it was a bit of a turnaround in the second half, Rich. Um, what did you say to him? Was it a, was it a Fergie-style teacup throwing halftime chat or was it a bit more measured than that? No, I didn't have to say anything today. They knew the leadership team kind of took control. They knew what they, knew what they were doing wrong. You know, not really doing wrong. We just are, are silly errors. We're inviting them and if you invite them into the the pitch that they play some good rugby, you know, and they're a big physical side. So you invite them in, they'll they'll, they'll roll you, and that's exactly what they did. And you know, going into 14, 14 all was closer than what we thought it was going to be, I think. And how how important was it to get those? Because up until up until um, Nathan Hill scored his first, neither side had put together back to back scores. Was that part of the conversation that just score two in a row and the, and the momentum will, will swing your way? Yeah, momentum and confidence. You know, we've been playing with no confidence. I think last three games, and it showed a little bit in that first half as well. Um, you know, so when we kind of put our combos together a little bit, you know, and we started, we did score two back to back. 
you know, smiles on faces came back and we, we played some, some attractive rugby, which is what we've wanted to do all season, what we have done all season. You know, it was we're different throwing Matty Wellham at the back um, and Nathan to centre. It's Matty's got that, that passing game and execution to be able to play it. You know, and I think putting Nathan in the centre it just allows him to play his game a little bit more. He's been worrying about things a little bit too much at the back and it's taken his game away from him a little bit, but I thought it was good today. But yeah, just just confidence and been playing with smiles on faces again. And it must have been satisfying to to really punish the Raiders when they had the man in the sin bin to, to go and just keep keep the scoreboard ticking over. By the time he came back on the pitch, like the, the game was dead, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think ruthless was a big word we wanted out. You know, even when he was on the pitch, you know, just ruthless, not not let him back into it. You know, because we've we've seen here how fast teams can score tries. You know, with us doing it against Hunslet, so we know that's there. But it was good to actually score some points and you know and rack, rack them up, and you know it gives them a big confidence boost going going forward. And that second half, everything kind of got moving with um, a man we talked about last time we were uh, here at the Butts Park Arena, Kieran Hudson. We had a terrific score from him and another sort of ramshackling performance. So you, you must be really pleased with his contributions. Yeah, it was good, and we got him back in this week. You know, he was he was actually training with us before Newcastle even found out he was back with us. Um, so. You know, and that's the kind of situation and the kind of environment we've we've created where people want to come down to us. You know, and he showed a little bit of pace to get under the sticks. But two years ago, he's a winger. You know, so he's um he's got that in the locker. But yeah, he was good again today. You know, and he was he came off leaving everything on the pitch. You know, and he was absolutely couldn't couldn't walk around the pitch. So he was good, and he led us from the front, which which is what we've needed that that little bit of go forward. And you mentioned the leadership team at half time. I mean. Liam Wellham really stood out to me as, as having a, a pretty much a complete performance today. A really deserved try, but he, he just kept the team moving, didn't he? You, again, you must you must be pleased with that core of players that you've brought in this this year. People like him and Dave Scott really stepping up when it's needed. Yeah, and that's the reason why I kind of brought them in. You know, it takes a lot of, like I said, the halftime team talk. I didn't really have to say anything. You know, they kind of ran it, and it takes a lot of, it, of a lot of pressure off me with them on the pitch. You know, I think if you speak to Liam he probably won't agree with his performance you know he had a couple of uncharacteristic errors you know in the kickoff situation and stuff and he won't be happy with that but he's the person who'll put his hand up and say that you know he's never he's always got improvement in his league and that's probably why you are he is today and such a professional but yeah the leadership team really stood up and it's good across the board with with Cully in the middle and you know and Bauer and Dave and Liam probably all being on one side you know they they really showed some class today and what next for the you know three games left all away from home? What can you take out of that second half in particular to, to go into those final three games? We play our best rugby when we're playing confidently with a smile on our face, you know. So we've got kind of nothing left to lose now. So we can throw everything at these last three games, you know. And if the results go our way, they go our way. But you know, we just want to go and do doing what we can and you know, but putting our best foot forward to kind of push everything we can to get in there. You know, we've we've let ourselves down the last couple of weeks, and we know that. So it's you know it smiles on faces, playing confidently, and you know, and the little the team we've got together is is finishing the season out as a whole as a group. You know, they've they've come a long way this year, and it's been a, a tough tough slog with it being back to back. So sticking together and going as a group, and you know, finish the season how we started it. And just lastly, obviously, it's our final home game today. Have you got a, a message for the Bears fans who've been coming down for these matches this season? Yeah, it's been good. You know, and they've grown in numbers and numbers, which has been good. And there's new faces coming down each week. You know, and it, a little bit more of and it was actually good to hear our guys giving other people some stick today you know we go everywhere else and there's a few little comments thrown about us and we were the ones thrown out there today and it's you know that's the atmosphere we've been able to create um, you know it's a shame it's the last one with the last three going I think we, we rearranged the Doncaster game so it shouldn't have really been the last one but you know it, it is what it is but we finished with a with a high and give them the send off I deserve really great well thanks as ever Rich and um, good luck for the last three games cheers Dave thank you 
David took took a while to get going, but that second half was was pretty good and and a satisfying way to round off the uh, the home season. Yeah, I think I'm going to start on that and just say thank you to all the fans that have supported us through this year. Uh, it's been particularly tough, as everyone knows, because of coronavirus and the pandemic. Um, and I just want to say thank you because I know people have been furloughed and people have lost jobs, been made redundant, all that sort of thing, and they're still coming down to the Butts Park Arena to spend the hard-earned cash to watch us play. And I just hope that we've given them a season to remember at home. Um, so thank you to the fans um, that have been supporting the club all year. Well, I, th- I think that's very much appreciated, Dave. And, and I think in terms of the home season, there's, there's definitely been some real highs this year. And you know, some of the rugby you guys played in that second half, in particular, once you once you got your confidence and got the smiles back, it really seemed to click, and the tries just just flowed, didn't they? It must that must have been really satisfying to see after quite a tough first half. Yeah, I think the first half we made life difficult for ourselves. We invited West Wales into the game, and all credit to them, they. They managed to get a foothold in the game and they managed to turn the screw a little bit on us. Um, and it was a little bit of set-for-set football, so um, it, it was a tough first half for us. His completion was a bit poor, we didn't play field position well enough. Um, but that second half, we came out firing and you know we'd had a stern word in the changing rooms about the attitude and the way that we were approaching the game. And we managed to, to flip that around and we stuck to the process of the game, we stuck to our game model. And in the end, it proves that it works because when we stick to what we're good at, we come up trumps and we come up with performances like that in the second half. So yeah, everything just seemed to flow and everything we touched turned to gold. So it was absolutely fantastic second half, but plenty to work on as well. Rich mentioned the uh, the switch of, of Matty Wellam and, and Nathan Hill around between fullback and centre and just, just saying he wanted to let Nathan concentrate on his game a bit more and, and maybe bring Matty into the line a bit more. How, how did you find that as a, as a tactical move? Well, it worked. <laughs> I mean, we won. Um, I think... I think Nate's had a fantastic season and he started like an absolute house on fire. I think the last couple of weeks, admittedly, he's even said himself, he's maybe just a little bit low on confidence. Um, so switching him to the centre where, you know, there's still a lot of responsibility, but you're maybe not as isolated as what you are at the back at fullback. And, and Matty Wellham's a very versatile player and one of the top performers of the team. Um, and he offers a little bit of class out the back um, and we saw that in his running game today and I think he even had a couple of assists as well so all in all it was a good decision um, but that doesn't mean it's going to always stay that way but for today it definitely worked. Well I mean he definitely had at least one assist because he, he slipped you in for another try I and mean, that's, that's I've lost count of how many you've got yeah, this season. Yeah, must I, be, I know I know you you always say you, you trade in all of your stuff for a team win but to, to score in a comprehensive win again must be a nice way to round off the season here yeah it's always nice to score at the, the box park really in front of the home fans it's always a special moment so um, yeah I don't think Dan Coates was best please because we were both queuing up and <laughs> I just kind of came out of nowhere and got it um, so yeah it, it was nice to get over the whitewash um, but yeah overall fantastic team performance and as you said I'd, I'd trade in every try that I scored this season for a win uh, and, and to make the playoffs so that for me is the ultimate goal but again yeah it's nice to get over the whitewash and it's a bit of a strange feeling with the season with the home season ending so early there's still three games left and yeah. like you know we're stood here chatting and it's it's got a little bit of an end of year feel to it you say as I as uh, as you're just sipping a beer as I ask you that question <laughs> but there is still work to be done isn't there I mean what can you what do you take out of today I'm guessing particularly the second half what do you take out of that into the remaining three games is it just a is it just a, a confidence that when you stick to your processes and you play to your strengths you you know you can beat anyone I mean you've beaten two of the teams you've got to play already yeah this I season. mean 
Look, against the top teams, we know what the formula is to win. We know that our game model works. We know that the processes we stick to work. Um, and it's just reinforcing that message that, look at this first half, when we don't do what we say we're going to do, you know, it's a little bit edgy. But when we stick to what we say we're going to do, we look absolutely fantastic and we look so comfortable in the game. We look dominant and we look in complete control. Um, and it's just about being disciplined enough to stick to that process and being ruthless enough that when you are on top you continue to do it and not come away and fall in love with yourselves a little bit uh, which I think we did in that first half a little bit and let ourselves down but again I'm really pleased that we turned it around in that second half so that's definitely what we need to take into into the next games yeah um, you know there's maybe a couple of games this year that we should have won that we haven't and we maybe would have been in the playoff position but we've got three games to go and let's just take it week by week focus on ourselves focus on us um, and just enjoy the last three games and let's just have a crack at making these playoffs and making a bit of history for, for Coventry Bears Great stuff Dave well thanks as ever and uh, good luck for the rest of the season Awesome thank you as ever Dave So huge thanks to Dave and to Rich as ever for joining us um, Craig I mean the, the Bears toiled a bit in the first half as I said in the intro perhaps overthought things a little bit but you know, once they got moving in that second period I, I really thought they were terrific I mean how did you find Sunday's game? Yeah so I do think the Bears were very poor in the first half, um, possibly carrying a little bit of um, lack of confidence after after two defeats in a row. Um, I do think that we didn't really play simple. Um, you know, I think throughout the game, you could see that we certainly had more in the middles than they did. And I think in the first half, that's all we needed to do. Um, I think one of the problems was that it when we had the ball in hand and we were running... Uh, particularly in the back line, it looked like we were going to uh, make big yards every single time and we made quite a few big breaks. Um, we didn't really, we weren't that clinical when we got near the line either, which, um, you know, we had other opportunities to score. And we made quite a few errors as well. I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine, um, you know, if you looked at, looked at the completion rate for the first half, that it was very high. We, re- we really didn't do well in that regard. And, we gifted possession back to them quite a few times. I mean, I think at one stage we had about four repeat sets on our own line, um, which we did brilliantly to defend, but it, they just wore us down and scored in the end. Um, I have to say full credit to them for their first try. That was was one of the best tries I've seen at the uh, Butts Park Arena this season. Absolutely superb. Um, you know, and they're, they've definitely, you know, if you look at the, the teams from... Uh, First from South Wales and then West Wales, who've been coming coming up here to to play, they've definitely improved a lot, and you know they were certainly in the game at half time. Although, albeit as I said, that we made it easy for them, we we give them a lot of possession, and you know they probably deserve to go in all square at half time. Um, second half, the main difference was we played it, we played our simple game better. We got the guys, big guys, charging up the middle, setting a platform, and then then using the ball wisely when we had it. And as soon as as soon as the Bears scored back to back tries, that really, I mean, Rich talked about it in his interview. It really changed the just the whole atmosphere of the team. There was that confidence was back. They were playing with smiles on their faces, and from that point on, everything just really clicked. And I mean, we should we should point out that three of those seven second half tries were scored while the, the Raiders were down to 12 because they had a player in Simbin. But to be honest, I think even if they'd have been at their full complement, I don't think they would have stopped that floodgate from opening because like I said, once the Bears 
got back-to-back tries and had a bit of breathing space. You could see it. Everyone's shoulders relaxed. Like you like you were saying there, they went back to playing, the, doing the simple things that they've seen all season. When they do that well, they caused any team's problems. Um, and particularly at home against the team that's bottom of the league, they're going to find gaps. They're going to open them up. And, and you know, players like the the Wellams and Dave Scott and, and, and Nathan Hill, their class really showed in that second half. Just amazing the difference a bit of confidence can make, isn't it? Yeah, it was like two different teams, honestly. Um... And I don't know what was said at halftime, but certainly the players came out with a renewed focus. And it was one of those games that their tails were up. Um, they were playing quite well and they, they, I guess, felt that they were probably still in the game. And the Bears just knuckled down, got on with it, really worked them defensively as well. Um, but not only that, you know, when we were defending against them, that we didn't give them, didn't give them much at all. They barely... Um, got into the Bears' half for long, long periods of time in the second half. So it was all one-way traffic. I think we scored, yeah, in that period, it was less than 10 minutes, we scored three tries. And, and you know, and two of those came literally within two minutes of each other. So it was really uh, a really good, effective performance in the second half. And, and yeah, the Wellams ran riot, didn't they? Liam was just superb again. You know, he's certainly for me, one of the best centres that's ever wore a Bears shirt. Uh, Matty was playing in, I wouldn't say it's an unfamiliar position because he's played at fullback quite a lot, hasn't he, in his in his career. So uh, he was in at fullback and did really, really well. And and he kept popping up in the second half in in really dangerous positions and, and, and made them pay for it. Um, Nathan Hill in the centres, um, I think he took a little while to get used to it, particularly... Uh, in the first half, but he was superb. Um, in the second half, really put himself about. And, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but my goodness, isn't he? He's strong when he gets near the line. He just can't be stopped. And I think also, I think other, other shout outs, it be great to see both wingers scoring. I mean, Hayden Freeman, that's three tries in three games since he's come back from injury. Reese Rance, we say it so often, he works so hard in every game. So for him to get two tries you know, and bring his tally up a bit for the season, that, that feels like fair reward for the effort he's put in. But somebody else I wanted to to point out, um, I'm totally with you on Liam Wellen, by the way, quite superb performance, but Kieran Hudson, um, the guy we've got on loan from Newcastle, who, who made an impact on his debut against um, North Wales with, a, with an excellent try. Um, I mean, the try he scored on Sunday was even better. And that was the one that really set things moving in the in the second half. But, you know, he must have been 25, 30 metres out when he took that ball. And he flew through that line, brushed off those defenders like they weren't... Yeah, they brushed them off like there was nobody there and just, just had it easy going in under the post. I, I, he, is, he is quite a talent, isn't he? Yeah, the pace he showed as well. I was like, he's a prop. Well, Rich, Rich did say in his Rich did say in his post match interview he, he, that that Kieran used to be a winger and he's he's transitioned to a pro. <laughs> yeah, he was honestly he like bounced two off and then showed real pace to score under the posts. It was like a centre taking it. Yeah, he was superb. Um, you know, I think he's he definitely show has shown that he's going to be a special player. I think his attitude though as well, um, from what I gather in, you know, is, is top notch and he's shown that in, you know, in that he's come into the, to the squad two games and, and been 
you know, very instrumental in both in, in driving the Bears forward. So, yeah, it looks like a real good player. And another prop you and I quickly mentioned to each other after the game, who was we got to see really for the first time in a Bears shirt, was um, was Delane Bedward. And he made a real impact as well, didn't he, coming off the bench? And really, we were saying he, he was almost, as soon as he was on the pitch, he was, he was hunting people down because you could see he wanted to get some hits and he wanted to establish himself. And I, I, I thought he really put himself about in defence. He looked, he looked solid in attack as well. Um, and just, just another, another player that the Bears are giving an opportunity, an opportunity to, and um, someone who's taking it with both hands. Yeah, he's a young player, and yeah, I thought he was superb. I mean, he's been been in the Bears setup for a while now, and he's been waiting for his opportunity. I know that he trains really well and everything else. So, yeah, he came in. He was, he was brilliant. I thought. Um, you know, he, he didn't get huge amounts of minutes on the pitch, but he really made an impact when he was on. And that's what you need from players coming on, particularly when I think he came on in the second half, didn't he? So, you know, that's when players are starting to tire. But yeah, first first set that they had, I think, uh, while he was on the field, I think he made four tackles in. So, you know, that was a tremendous effort. And then when he was carrying the ball as well, he, he really looked... Um, you know, like he was meant to be there. Really, really didn't look out of place. Thought he thought he was really, really good. You know, uh, all in all, the, I mean, the second half, as I said, was, was just a brilliant uh, performance overall. Yeah, that that performance in the second half really does forgive the not necessarily sins of the first half, but the, just the, the the unease of the first half. You could tell that they were going into the game a bit low on confidence. A couple of a couple of big defeats going into this one a bit of a disrupted team and um it did take them a while to settle and and you know west wales always target the bears as a game that they're going to get themselves up for um but yeah i think i think the bears did the job very very well in the end and just um just just before we wrap up sunday's game um slightly off topic but you know regular listeners will know that i'm i'm a fan of um looking out for interesting and excellent hairstyles i don't know if you noticed the final west wales interchange to come on i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he had one of the best mullets i have ever seen in my life combined with a little mustache as well he looked so unbelievably late 80s early 90s um i thought it was just terrific so uh, so kudos to him for for really rocking that hairstyle properly um but before we talk more about hairstyles, we should probably move on and um, and give a nod to this weekend's trip to Hunslet. So, I mean, this one, I guess, like all of the remaining games, there's no real pressure on the Bears for these final few games now, really, is there? I mean, they're away from home for all of them. They're going to be the underdog for all of them. And that potentially gives them the opportunity to just concentrate on themselves. And you know, as we've seen against these bigger teams this season, when the Bears stop worrying about what other people are doing and just focus on their processes, their systems and implementing what the coaching team have highlighted. They can cause anyone problems. And I think particularly against Hunslet, there's that psychological edge of what happened in the last 13 minutes at the Burst Park Arena. If the Bears go back to back at all in this game, really interesting to see how the Hunslet players react to that psychologically. It feels like there's there's an opportunity here, not just this weekend, but but in all three games potentially. Yeah, so this win puts us back in the playoff picture. It's still a slim chance, but the chance is there. And it just so happens the three teams we're playing are, you know, particularly with Hunslet and Rochdale are two teams that we can overtake. 
might be too far away from Doncaster to catch them. But um, if we win these three games, we're in the playoffs. And potentially, if we win two out of three, we're in the playoffs. So there's everything to play for. Um, we're playing two teams in Hunslet, uh, obviously this weekend, and then Rochdale on the final day who we've beaten already this season. I mean, there'll be different propositions at home, but there's everything to play for. The lads might as well just go out there and enjoy it and, and do everything that they can to win the games. And and you just never know. There's This league one season has been superb. There's just been surprise result after surprise result all season. Um, every Anyone can beat anyone. And, um, you know, it's, it's all there for the, the Bears lads to take it. I would love to see like a last, you know, a, a late surge in the season, getting into the playoff spots and giving it a real good go. I, I mean, genuinely would love it. Yeah, and I think I think it'd be really fitting for this team. We've talked all season about how impressed we've been with this squad and it's it's comfortably been the best team we've seen while we've been doing this podcast. I think the one thing that has perhaps been lacking in the time that we've been doing these 100 plus episodes are any real wins away from home, save for... Uh, you know, West Wales and London, and I think one one up in North Wales. But wouldn't it be great if we could round off what's already been a fantastic and incredible season by bagging a couple of wins away from home against teams from those those so-called heartlands? And if ever a Bears squad is going to do it, it's going to be this one, isn't it? Because because when they focus, when they stick to what they're good at, as we said, they can they can beat anybody. And as you were just saying, this whole League One this year has been about the fact that anyone can beat anyone. So, yeah, I'm with you. Real, real opportunity. And um, Hunslet's traditionally a place we've we've come away with very little to show from. But uh, I'm just I'm just fascinated to see to see the psychological effects of that that amazing comeback from a few weeks ago because. It's surely going to be playing on the on the players' minds for, from the Hunslet side if the Bears get a roll on, or even if they just see Jack Dawson rocking up and doing like, oh no, he's here again. Um, so yeah, I think, like you say, obviously going to be a very different proposition. It's a much, I think, it's quite a narrow pitch up at Hunslet, isn't it? It's a very different offering to um, to the Butts Park Arena. But you know, they've just they've just come off a forty minute period where they scored seven tries. Yeah, confidence will be confidence will be high and. Um, another thing as well, just to to mention about um, the game on Sunday as well, was the real connection between the players and the fans, and the you know the coaching team and the fans. It all filters down through, and and certainly it felt like um, you know that from the conversations that I overheard from the people that I spoke to, this group of players are determined to go out on a high this season and and do their very best to get get to where you know show the fans what they can what they're capable of um you know there was real optimism going into these final three games and i really hope we can we can you know shake things up a bit and do something yeah definitely well that feels like a good place to leave it this week so um yeah great great stuff wrapping up a, a home season with um with lots of highs lots of lots of um great memories built over the home games this season um and there's still three big games to come so who knows what what more memories might be made by this side as we round off the 2021 season but we will leave it there for this week thanks for joining us and do check back next time for all of the gossip and all the post-match reaction from that trip to Hunslet this weekend and we'll see you next week <laughs>